In Poetry File, it's to Belfast we're going and Paul McMahon reading Milltown. This is Paul McMahon and the poem I'm going to read It's called Milltown Cemetery, Belfast, March 16th, 1988. The last of the three grenades had just been lowered when the first grenade exploded. I was blown 12 feet away, yet landed on my back unhurt. Over the PA, a voice called out to get down. The crowd of mourners and journalists scattered. Some were gathering themselves from grave plots, underwater nails booming in the deep of their heads. A woman was carried past, her face masked in blood. Another grenade exploded. Pistol shots rang out and an overweight man with black fuzzy hair and a thin beard appeared out in front of the crowd, holding a 9mm browning pistol in his right hand. He then raised both hands triumphantly up into the air, one fisted, one bepistoled, inciting the crowd to come on. His mouth, muted by the din, fish gasped inaudible insults as he produced another grenade and lobbed it into the air. The sea of people parted as it sank, and the dull sound of the explosion lifted a cloud of dust into the overcast sky. Film crews lay spread eagled behind gravestones. Women were screaming, men were shouting, the gunman was smiling. He then began firing in a steady line across the crowd from his left, causing a sweeping domino effect, like a Mexican wave. As one by one the mourners ducked behind the headstones, I waited, then ducked as he levelled his pistol at me. I held my face to the inscription on someone's headstone, their life surmised into two monumental dates, as the wave fell away to my left, with the gunshots tracing its fatal arc after the falling crest. Before I stood up, I stole a glance over the headstone. The gunman had turned and was running towards the motorway where a white RUC van was parked on the grass verge. A large group of people chased after him, hers bolting after the greyhound. The gunman stopped to turn and fire. The people chasing him dodged bullets like boxers weaving fists. The RUC van drove off. With no bullets left, no grenades, exhausted, the gunman ran onto the deserted motorway, chased by three angry men. At the graveside, film crews scrambled out from behind their protective tombstones, cameras rolling, frantic for interviews. A tall blonde presenter for the BBC, with her microphone held out like a pistol, turned to me and demanded, What did you see? As I turned away, I told her what anyone from there, in those days, would say. I saw nothing. The poem is based on real events that I witnessed firsthand 
when Michael Stone attacked the mourners attending a funeral in Milltown Cemetery. It is a poem of witness. The narrative of the poem is an exact depiction of the attack. Everything happened as the poem says. The language used was how I saw it at the time. Running towards the motorway when Stone turned and fired, his pursuers bobbed and weaved the bullets just like I'd seen Barry McGuigan do on TV. The film crews were all lying on the ground whereas the locals were standing, watching where Stone was going to throw his next grenade. And that's why the Mexican wave wasn't caught on camera. I knew I couldn't duck until the second Stone lowered his pistol directly at me. If I ducked behind a headstone early, I might pop my head up a few seconds later to see where he is and get shot in the head. This was an automatic thought that went through my head. And the bizarre thing is, everyone standing in that line watching him had the same thought. When Stone started shooting in an arc, we all waited until he had aimed at us individually before we dropped onto our hunkers one by one like dominoes and that's what caused the Mexican wave. As Stone ran towards the motorway, I did have an impulse to run after him too but then I heard another voice in my head say, no, you stay here. And that was when the reporter for the BBC turned to me and asked, what did you see? Thank you.